This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. <clears throat> One of Jesus' most vivid and powerful illustrations for the believer's relationship with him is the vine and the branches. Just as branches can only bear fruit if they abide in the vine, so the only way believers can glorify the Father is through the vine. Fruitful lives is by abiding in Jesus. Jesus prepares his disciples for his imminent death and departure by instructing them about their calling and mission as his disciples and emphasizing their absolute dependence on him. We are modern-day disciples. This picture is a rich metaphor or a symbol that needs unpacking. The vine is Jesus, while we, believers, disciples, are the branches. The Father, Jesus says, is the vine dresser, that is, the master gardener who tends the branches. I like to think of Mr. Miyagi, I guess, you know, as he sits and works away. I kind of see Jesus and the master vine dresser and us as branches out there and our fruit that we bring. He prunes the fruitful branches so they will bear more fruit, and he takes away the unfruitful branches, throwing them into the fire. The unfruitful branches appear to be so-called disciples, people who outwardly follow Jesus for a time but fail to bear fruit. Think, for example, of Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed Jesus. Was, Ju was, was Judas ever really of the vine? Obviously not. And he was revealed as such and then cut off. Even that was used by God for God's glory in the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension of Christ, our Savior. What does it mean for us to abide in Jesus as branches in the vine? In a nutshell, abiding in Christ means allowing his word to fill our minds, direct our wills, and transform what we choose to like and love. To abide in the vine means to be united to Jesus, connect, connection, to rely on Jesus, dependence, and to remain in Jesus, remain in Jesus, continuance. Abiding in Jesus, first of all, means having a life-giving connection to him. A branch is connected to the vine and the vine to the branch. This is what is meant by, by the phrase union with Christ. Notice that this connection, this union, is mutual. We abide in him, and he abides in us. If there is no connection, there is no life, no fruit. But abiding also implies dependence. This aspect of abiding, unlike connection, is not reciprocal. The branch is dependent on the vine. But the vine is not dependent on the single branch. The branch derives its life and strength from the vine. Without the vine, the branch is useless, lifeless, powerless. Sap flows from the vine to the branch, supplying it with water, minerals, nutrients that make it grow. Believers receive this sap of Christ's grace through our life-giving connection to him. We're completely dependent upon Jesus for everything that counts as spiritual fruit. Apart from him, we can do nothing. 
another aspect of abiding in Jesus is remaining in Jesus. This simply means that we go on trusting, that we keep on depending, that we never stop believing. To abide in Jesus is to persevere in Jesus and his teaching, especially in tough times when the storms of life seem overwhelming. I think it's consistent with the text to say that abiding, like faith itself, is a reality true of all Christians, but also an experience that we grow into by degrees. It's not that some Christians abide and some don't. If you're connected to the life-giving vine of Jesus Christ, you're united to him. But no matter where you are in your spiritual journey, a mature branch or a young shoot, you can experience the reality of this connection to Jesus more and more. The call to abide has been frequently misunderstood, as though it were a special, mystical, and indefinable experience. But Jesus makes clear that it actually involves a number of concrete realities. Union with our Lord depends upon his grace. Faith itself is rooted in the activity of God. It's like the Father who, as the divine gardener, has grafted us into Christ. It's Christ, by his word, who has cleansed us to fit us for union with himself. All is sovereign. All is of grace. Union with Christ means being obedient to him. Abiding involves our response to the teachings of Jesus. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, dot, dot, dot. In other words, our relationship to Christ is intimately connected to what we do with our Bibles. Right? As Christ's word dwells in us and the Spirit fills us, we begin to pray in a way that's consistent with the will of God. And we discover the truth of our Lord's often misapplied promise. You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. I think the essential meaning of our act of abiding is the act of receiving and believing all that God has for us in Christ. If a branch remains or abides attached to the vine in such a way that it's receiving all that the vine has to give, then that is a picture of what it means to believe in Jesus. Believing is a receiving of Christ into the soul, welcoming him, trusting him, as it were, drinking and eating and savoring him. On communion Sundays, we come to the Lord's table and do just that. We break bread with the one who says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Do you hear the vine imagery here? Believing is an attachment to or a coming to Jesus and a receiving from Jesus. It's a trusting of Jesus and in Jesus, remaining in fellowship with Jesus, connecting to Jesus so that all that God is for us in him is flowing like a life-giving sap into our lives. Jesus gets very specific about what is flowing between the vine and the branch. He uses the words, his love and joy. If we look just a few verses outside the scripture reading for today, Jesus says in John 15, verse 9, 
As the Father has, has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. And then in John 15, verse 11, Jesus says, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. Do you need more of an invitation? I don't. He had me at love. Abiding in the vine means receiving and believing and trusting in the words of Jesus. It means receiving the love of Jesus for the Father and for his people and the joy that Jesus has in the Father and the joy that Jesus has in us. It means sharing the joy, the love, the words with Jesus. Nothing of any spiritual eternal significance is possible apart from this abiding in the vine. In John 15, verse 5, Jesus says, Whoever abides in me, and I am him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. In other words, we are not dealing here with something marginal or optional. We're not united to the vine so that Christ's life is flowing into us, and then his words, his love, his joy will be utterly and totally barren. Nothing of any lasting value will come from us in that case. Fruitfully abiding with life, love, and joy coursing into us through the connection between us and the vine proves we are disciples. That is, abiding and fruit-bearing confirm us. We, the branches, are being cared for both internally and externally by the life of Christ flowing into us and the vine dresser who prunes us. Jesus says, I'm the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it will bear more fruit. Now, pruning means cutting. The branches are being cared for, both by eternal life flowing to us from the vine and by a vine dresser who with his very painful scissors or saw cuts us and hurts us so that by these painful providences in life, we experience the fullest possible impact of the inner life with Christ. The whole design of depending on a vine dresser to manage the outward shape of our vine structure and our branch structure is so that God gets the glory for bringing it all about. It hurts to hear that. So I'm a father who nearly 40 years ago lost a child. And it isn't a whole lot better today than it was on that day. I don't stand up here unaware of the pain of loss. I don't pretend to understand, like, relish, or fully accept the pain of those very painful scissors or saw cuts in my life. And there certainly are more than just one. <clears throat> but I do accept that I'm a child of God. I am a branch, not the vine. And so I do work toward abiding through faith. The goal of abiding is the glory of God. John 15, verse 8 says, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. 
The whole design of our not being the vine, but being utterly dependent branches grafted into the vine is to give glory to God. It is what we were made for. Bringing glory to God is the answer to why am I here? And because God is good all the time, when we bring glory to God through the unique way we were made, we will receive great joy. Jihei, she receives joy playing piano for all of us. It's one of her fruits that she shares for our consumption. Mothering is another one of her fruits that's a gift, a blessing, and for the benefit of her children and family. Miss Amanda receives joy planning and delivering instruction to the children of our congregation and mothering, all for the benefit of others. Dan Frost receives great joy pastoring to our youth. In fact, because he's chosen a life abiding in the vine, he can't not pastor and shepherd and participate in the life of our youth. These are just some of his fruits, as is being a father to his family. I could easily review for us another hundred people who give back to all of us the fruits of their branches. Branches fed by the vine that is Jesus Christ. They bless us with the fruits they share for our benefit. Christ flows through them and they bear good fruit. We receive this life-giving, purposeful, intentional sap, if you will, from Christ who holds out his hand saying, I have this pattern for you, this purpose. Go and bear much fruit. Do you know your thing or, or, or things that bring you Christ-centered joy? Christ holding out his hands for you. Okay? With life-giving, purposeful, fulfilling nourishment. I suggest you drink fully and deeply. To put it simply, abiding in Jesus doesn't require advancing beyond the gospel to something else. It doesn't demand a crisis decision or a mystical experience. It just means keeping the words of Jesus in our hearts and in our minds so that they're renewing and reviving us, shaping and sanctifying us, filling informing us. And it means keeping ourselves in his infinite, enduring, sin-bearing, heart-conquering, life-giving love. May it be so in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.